Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make him known in your daily life. Enjoy. Perfect. We went to this event last night at the Passion Church with Kyle Trahan and them, and we're sitting there, and this, uh, this evangelist gets up there, real awesome guy. Uh, he ministers a lot in, in nations where they're mostly Muslims, 80%, 90% Muslims, and he's in there, and he's ministering the gospel, and they're seeing thousands of people saved, and it's been beautiful, but a real nice guy, and he says that this one part, he says this, he says, I think that the body of Christ, that, that instead of just like looking for something to come, we just need to start to receive it. And I want to bring that word to you, beloved. I honestly believe that the time of content, like everything we're seeing in our cities, I want to pick on Veronica for a second, but she sent that text and, and, and Trent, I know he left, Trent saw Sandy and, and, and they were praying for a lady with crutches. Like he's just like, yeah, you know, it's just like we're just out praying. And she sent this text message that she was out praying with, with, with people. And I was thinking to myself, man, if that's not awakening, what is? Right, if us having having healthy marriages and reproducing the kingdom of God everywhere that we go, seeing our workplaces shifted, seeing our school districts shifted, like like God, God's up there, like here it is, right? Like like here it is. What I'm asking you to do is steward it. See, I believe that the fields are ready. I believe that the fields are ripe. But what's happening is that, that, that the church is longing for something to look a certain way. And until it looks that way, oh, well, then there's the revival. There's the awakening. I believe we just had awakening this morning when a six-year-old gets a prophetic word that maybe somebody needed in this house. And then our children are able to go and lay hands on individuals and release the power of God. That's like, what else are you waiting for? The awakening and the revival, it's it like when Jesus accomplished what he accomplished on the cross, that was access into the awakening and revival. So I just want to tell you, I believe that we are in a place of contending, excuse me, stewarding instead of contending. I want to steward all the things that God has given us in our city, in our region, in our ministries for the, the revival and awakening that's happening right now. Right, because how many times does a dead church need to be awakened? I believe that the bride, like I kept having this vision, I was singing it actually this morning too, as I kept, you know, a lot of times in a wedding, the, the, the bridegroom stands at the altar and waits for, for the bride, but I kept having this vision and singing aloud that the, that, that the bridegroom is ushering his bride down the altar, down to the altar. And I kept seeing Jesus walking his bride down the aisle up to the altar. He's leading us in this. It's not, he's not just waiting at the altar. He's actually leading us into the altar. Veronica was talking about, but uh, she texted me a few days ago. She released it this morning as well. Uh, uh, praying against divorce. I'm telling you now more than ever, the enemy is, is, he is attacking covenant relationships. Not just marriages, friendships, leadership relationships. Any area where you've made covenant relationships with, the enemy is attacking, trying to cause division. Why? Because the greater revelation you start to receive of intimacy with Jesus, he wants to kill it. Right? The enemy doesn't bring prosperity into something. He, he steals, he kills, and he destroys. So if the enemy can keep killing the thought that revival is here, that awakening is here by, oh, you're not seeing what you think you should see. You're not seeing what you think you should see. 
this young lady, Brittany, she's not in here, but you got, was this the lady I led to the Lord of Mongolian girl? And here she was today. The church was added to because some people were having some, probably some phenomenal sushi <laughs> and are just lovers of Jesus. They didn't set up a canopy and say free hot dogs and prayer, even though that's okay. I'm down with that. Don't get me wrong. I'm down with that. I'm 100% down with that. But they were just living life and just eating and the church was added to. And I'm saying that to say this. When you are obedient, you give God a resting place. And this is what I want to read to you. It's one of my favorite scriptures. It's been on my heart for probably about three months now. I've been just chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing on this thing. John 14, 21 and 23, Jesus says, Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, right, because they're obedient, my Father will love them. Watch this. I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Jesus replies and says, all who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. How do you build a habitation for Jesus? How do you build a resting place for Jesus? You say yes to what he's calling you into. You walk in obedience to the things he's calling you into. You walk in obedience. It's one of the keys to creating and having. I love what, what Jonathan said in his honoring words. That's always been my heart. I, I, there's nothing I can do in my own strength. There's nothing that we like it's his we just want to follow and just do what he wants to do we just want to be obedient and sometimes to some that might seem excessive and to others it may seem weird or confusing but 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 i think that when you say yes to him you establish and you build him a resting place i believe some marriages and homes aren't a resting place because there's compromise and there's no obedience i believe that there are churches and ministries that are not resting places for jesus because there's disobedience and compromise come on somebody Right? The word is very clear. When you obey me, I will love you and I will make my home with you and I will reveal myself to you. Jesus said, this is why I was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. Right? He was obedient to what God called him to do, therefore destroying the works of the enemy. Each and every one of you, God is calling you to this, this obedience, this, this, this yes. Because we want, our, we want to make our home with him. We want him to reveal himself to us. This is the last portion I want to break down for you because I love it. <laughs> the word reveal here means to make known or come to view. So think about this for a second. We oftentimes talk about beholding the lamb. One of the things that Pastor David has an amazing teaching on it, we talk about it all the time, but beholding the Lamb. We sing a song that says, we become like the one we behold, so we will behold your beauty. It's very difficult to be reproduced into something that you're not beholding. Very difficult. Amen? It's very tough to be reproduced or walk in or be this mere reflection of something that you're not beholding. So to, to, to re Jesus says, I'll reveal myself to you. I will make myself known or I will come into view. Right? Because that's what's key and necessary. Right, Thomas? Like if we want to begin to actually see the will of the Father in our life, we have to be beholding him and seeing him and nothing else and nothing more. 
and this is a key piece to our walk with him and then it goes on and it says we will make our home with each and every one of them <laughs> what's up buddy you wanna say hello you wanna say hello say hello <laughs> hello <laughs> we'll come and we'll make our home with each of them this is the last thing I want to say here the word home it means abode or somewhere to stay dwell or remain as one what does the Bible say about marriages the husband will leave and what they will become one Karen White is now Karen Acevedo <laughs> Karen White is now Karen Acevedo <laughs> first time I ever one of the first things that when I ever met Karen went to Claiborne Park on a young adults thing and this little cute southern girl she she actually caught a big bat like a big bass and she holds it up and she's like caught a bass and I was like wow this is so cute I caught I caught a bass Karen White is now Karen Acevedo here's what happens in marriage is they become one when when you're obedient in your covenant relationship right because he's coming back for his bride the bridegroom for his bride this is all about Jesus and in the end when it's all said and done when it's all said and done and that in the, in the sky cracks open and Jesus comes back to this earth whether in our lifetime or not which I believe it is our lifetime that sky will crack open and we will see our king coming down back to the earth and the very same manner that he left he's coming back and in that do you know what that's all about it's all about the bridegroom Jesus receiving his reward this whole thing is a proud Papa that set the stage for his son to receive rewards it's all about Jesus it's always been about Jesus it will always be about Jesus it's not about your ministry or the numbers or the influence or anything else it's about Jesus I will reveal myself and I will make my home Jesus will live where he is loved Jesus will live where he is loved <sighs> beloved stand with me <sighs> man I love you guys so much so thankful for each and every one of you every one of you in every area for what you're doing for what you're going after for your continuous yes <laughs> I just want to continue to ask you and just to contend in those areas right I will make my home the word translates to mean we will remain as one and become one this is key in our walk with Christ. There's no way we can do this separate from Him. We must become one with Him. Anything done out of our own strength is actually just works that will burn up. There will be no crown to lay at His feet if it's a work that is done. Right? I don't want good. I want God. I don't want attractive. I want God. I don't want Jesse's sons that look good. I want the one that's in the field who's hidden, who's dirty, who nobody knows about. Right? That's the one God says, that's the one I want. Jesus wants to bring us into a place where it's not by sight, but by faith. Amen? Where it's not by fear, but by trust. And when we're obedient, when we follow his commandments, it shows we love him. And he tells us, Jesus literally promises us, he says, I will reveal myself and make myself known to you. A lot of times people are like, I'm not getting anything. I'm not feeling anything. I'm just not saying, oh, are you being obedient? Well, is there compromise in your life? Well, Okay, you just answered your own question. 
I don't know why he's not revealing himself to you in such a greater way because there's some disobedience that he's wanting you to repent of and walk in obedience in let's be real I love you guys I'm, I, I'm, I just I'm thankful for each and every one of you I'm thankful for your yes to God for changing the world around you every one of you no matter what the enemy's doing Conway's I tell you right now we rebuke every devourer that's coming against you guys every devourer every devouring spirit every murderous spirit everything trying to come against your household come on we stand in agreement with you that it's not going to take hold God, we thank you, Lord. We just pray a release right now in Jesus' name. I just feel like in those night times that there's this like suffocating spirit that's trying to just like kill out and choke out what God is doing. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, it's not going to be like you wake up every morning. No, here we go. We got to do this all over again. I feel like the Spirit of the Lord is saying, I'm rebuking the devourer and I'm rebuking that snake-like spirit that's trying to choke out what God has planted in each and every one of you. And we just declare the victory of the Lord. That this is no longer a battle for you two, but a continuous victory and a continuous stance of victory in the name of Jesus. Because overwhelming victory is yours because of our King. So we just prophesy that over your household. Major harvest, major fruit of joy, of peace, of righteousness. All right, beloved, let's hold our hands out. Let's get ready to receive. <sighs> Father, we received just the revelation of you being a good papa, you loving us, and that we can have anything in the fridge. <laughs> uh, we don't got to pay for it. We don't got to work for it. You've made a way. You've made a way. God, we received the revelation of obedience. God, call us into a place of radical obedience. Call us into a place where we're laying everything down that's not of you. Father, we receive the truth of your word that you were looking for those to be, you're looking to make your home with those who are obedient, that you will live where you are loved. So right now, we just receive that, Jesus. Thank you for making this easy for us. Thank you for cleansing us of all unrighteousness and being quick to forgive us of our sin. Thank you for changing our mindset to, to simple compromises. Thank you for family. Thank you for family. For those that are celebrating with their fathers, those that maybe their father's far away, whether their fathers are with you, Jesus, we pray a peace on this celebration of family on the earth. In Jesus' name. Guys, I'm thankful for you. Um, hug somebody's neck. Tell them they're amazing. Tell them you're so thankful. Tell them they're anointed. If it's somebody that you don't know, Maybe you didn't get to shake hands with them this morning. I know we got a couple of new faces. Tell them how much we are honored to have them here uh, and that we hope they come back, even though, you know, maybe we get a little sweaty during praise. Uh, but love you guys. Have an amazing Father's Day. And guys, thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for everything. Love y'all.